Hello and welcome fellow film buffs. I'm Zach Troll and I'm joined by my co-host and fellow cinephile, Hunter Vanalira. We're doing this way too early. Why did you do this to me? <laughs> um, because I woke up early. I woke up at five, I woke up at fucking six o'clock in the morning, man. Oh, why? Aren't you? Like, um, because my body didn't let me go back to sleep after I fed my cat. Mm. Each oh yeah, we, we we are the box office losers, by the way. Each and every week, we deep dive into the movies we are to watch and review. Any and all films to ever grace the silver screen or your TV screen. Or come out twice. Yeah, that too. <laughs> this week, we are talking about the most talked about thing in cinema history. The most, and the thing that was bullied into existence. Honestly. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, man. Also referred to the, as the Snyder Cut. Air cut when? Give me a good Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, James Gunn's yeah. James Gunn's Suicide Squad is gonna be great, but I want to see it what J, uh, David Ayer's original movie was supposed to be before they got tampered with. But the success of this, I wouldn't be surprised if we get it. Yeah. So like I yeah I I, I say this. I, I was not part of the bullying of the Snyder Cut into existence. I I liked the memes. I was like, oh, it's just a fun joke. It's never gonna happen. And holy shit, Hunter, it fucking happened. I only used the hashtag once or twice, but it was never in like a, come on, Warner Brothers, fucking do it. I was, it was way after the, the thing already started to happen and people were already complaining and I just said, yeah, sure, sure. you know, give us a Snyder I, cut. It was mostly I, I for my comic it. book podcast because uh, we were trying to get some likes and stuff. I, I, I heard about it. I, I never, I never really did anything on Twitter. Maybe I did and I just forgot about it, but, um, so yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League is just oh my gosh I I it's four I, hours long yeah four hours long I <laughs> beyond no people um I watched both the Justice League and Snyder Cut dude you all spent one day. six hours watching Justice League but like so I um I I watched the first one gave it about like an hour or two to di- to digest and then I watched the like the Snyder Cut hmm. I will say that the original Justice League, it's not entirely a bad movie. No. It's, it's okay. Yeah. You sent me a tweet. Uh, not a tweet. You sent me a message, and you were like, hey, what's all this hate for the for the 2017 Justice League? It's not that bad. I'm like, it's not that it gets hated because it's a bad movie. It mostly gets hated because of Joss Whedon and what he did to it through Zack Snyder's vision, which is what we saw here. But it's just like, you know, it's, just, it's, I, it's not bad. It's just not great it's a I, I, have a, I have a lot to talk about on on the on the shit that joss whedon did to that cut well it's because joss whedon wanted to make it like a marvel movie he also it obviously wasn't he also did the one thing you don't do to a dc movie at that time you don't put color in <laughs> god damn it you put color in you know, like, um, I, I had mentioned to him i was like i was very confused as to why i was getting hate because i i see it but it's mainly just pacing and not giving enough um, flushing out of characters and also hyping up dark side to not showing dark side. Yeah. I have um, a question for you and whether or not you're going to be able to answer it is yes. totally up in the air because it's mostly like a rhetorical question. But so we know that the theatrical cut of the original Justice League in 2017 was like maybe two hours long. And the Snyder Cut was four hours long, an extra two hours. 
do you think Warner Brothers, if Snyder, if what happened to Snyder didn't happen to Snyder and he got to direct it, do you think Warner Brothers would have let him release a four-hour film or would it have been cut down to two hours and still have been terrible? Because you need the four hours to really tell the story of this Justice League movie. Even if you try to break it up into two movies, it's still very hard to not make this four hours. I, I, I think it would have been broken up into, into two movies at that point. So, it, so I, I so think at that Justice time... it still would have been bad, is what you're telling me. <laughs> I, I, it, it probably wouldn't have been as bad. Mm-hmm. But um, I think at this time, uh, Warner Brothers... Excuse me. <clears throat> had a very strict time limit. They wanted, like, two hours exactly. Yeah. Hence why Justice League is legit two hours and one minute long. Yeah. So, like, it, it all, all depends. I think if... I, I think Snyder would have pushed for it. But as we'll... as we'll, We will get into the notes, though, that, like, Warner Brothers does not like Snyder. Well, no, because he costs them a lot of money. But, um... But, yeah, so, uh... Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh... Um, often referred to as the Snyder Cut, is the 2021 director's cut of the 2017 American superhero film Justice League. It presents Justice League. It it uh, it presents Justice League, the fifth um, film of the DCEU, or the DC Extended Universe, to the sequel of Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice, uh, based on the DC comic uh, team of Justice League as director Zack Snyder intended it to be before he left the production, like the theatrical release, Snyder's Justice League follows, well, the Justice League. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, <laughs> as they try to stop um, Steppenwolf from getting all the mother boxes and bringing Apocalypse to Earth. I will say, I, I, I like Steppenwolf in both cuts, but the Snyder cut is a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I think Steppenwolf's, honestly, I'm, I'm going to be one of the guys that gets a lot of shit for this. I think Steppenwolf's design in the... Joss Whedon cut is much better than Spiky Silverman because ah. you can barely tell he's like anything. Like, because if you look at Dark Side and you look at Desad and you look at Granny Goodness, they actually look like people and they have costumes as opposed to Steppenwolf, which just looks like a bunch of spoons glued so, together. I I have um a thing to point out about the, the Sod. So I someone I can, um something had a point. I know a channel pointed this out to me. Um, the Sod's model kind of looks like Irox model from Ready Player One. <laughs> that they, they, cause like they're like, oh yeah, well, we didn't use this. Let's just put it in there. It definitely reminded me a little of Irox. Yeah, you're right. I, I was looking at my. Like, Why does this look so familiar? I mean, it's a it's a dude with gray skin and a hood. It is what it is. No, but also like the the, the very like the, the, the facial structure. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yeah, it's like, Hunter, do you want to read us off this beefy cast? Yeah, let me, uh, hop onto this cast list. So, we have Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. We got Henry Cavill as Kal-El slash Clark Kent slash Superman. We have Amy Adams as Lois Lane. Gal Gadot, or Gal Gadot, as Diana Prince slash Wonder Woman. You got Ray Fisher as Victor Stone slash Cyborg. Jason Momoa, my man, as Arthur Curry and Aquaman. Ezra Miller as Barry Allen, who should be Wally West and The Flash. William Dafoe as Nudius Volko. Jesse Eisenberg, why, as Lex Luthor. <laughs> Jeremy Irons, rocking it, as Alfred Pennyworth. Oh, yeah. You got Diane Lane as Martha Kent. 
Connie Nielsen as Hippolyta, J.K. Motherfucking Simmons as James Gordon. You got Kieran Hines as uh, Steppenwolf. Ryan Zhang as Ryan Choi. Oh my God, do I have things to say about him? Yep. Uh, Amber Heard as Mera. No. Joe yeah. Morton as Silas Stone. Lisa Lovin Kings Kongsley as Monopoly. You got David Thewis as Ares. He was uh, also Ares in the Wonder Woman movie. Uh, Jared Leto as Joker, and then there's just an E next to it for some reason. Oh no, I, I, I think that was just um, kind of like the description of the Joker. Yeah, you forgot to erase the last name. It, it doesn't matter. Karen Bryson as Eleanor Stone, the late mother of Victor. Uh, Kiersey Clemens as Iris. Uh, Ray Porter as Uaxis slash Darkseid. Peter Guinness as Decide. And last but certainly not least, Harry Lennox as John Jones slash Calvin Swanick slash Martian Manhunter. Dude, they've been waiting to pay that off since Man of Steel, and goddamn, did it pay yeah. off? Yeah. Um. I. I, I was kind of. I. I kind of hope that. Um. Amber Heard gets no more work in DC after. Uh. The second Aquaman movie. Apparently, she's been fired from Aquaman too. They said they weren't gonna do it, and then apparently recently they fired her, and they're just gonna recast oh. her as another chick with red hair underwater. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, that's just what I've heard. I could be wrong, but. You know, it is what it is. Listen, I, I I would like to see her gone. Mm-hmm. She did she 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 did our boy dirty. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up the um original box office for yeah the original I, budget and box office. That's what I was doing actually right now. Oh, okay, then you got it. You do it. Yep. Um. So the uh okay. So our so the original budget for the uh I, I'm gonna refer to it as the Justice League. Just so everybody knows. Yeah. So the budget of the first one was three hundred million dollars. Jesus fuck. Um, it made back its money. Yeah. Um, the box office got it six hundred and fifty-seven point nine million. Nice. But also, who knows? Like that, that that's internationally, or that if that's usually it's uh, everything combined. Yeah. And, and then, then the um, Snyder cut only cost seventy extra million dollars. To produce the rest of it because what? he had to finish up some CGI and he filmed some more stuff and etc. But um, depending on rumors, they might be dropping this in theaters. Yeah, so. I heard that they're probably going to try to drop it in theaters just to get some extra box office. But they did get a lot of HBO Max subscriptions recently, and that's the reason why they delayed the Mortal Kombat movie, which we have to reevaluate our list to see where it goes. Oh, fun. We, we we might just put Space Jam in front of it instead. Um. But um, in, uh, do you want to do like the, the original Space Jam and then do normal sp- and then do the new one? Yeah, we'll see um, when Mortal Kombat got delayed and if it fucks with our schedule and if it does, we'll put Space Jam there. But um, you know, it got delayed because they wanted to wait for more HBO Max subscriptions because Godzilla v Kong and jo- and uh, Justice League and uh, the Snyder Cut gave like so many new ones that they're like, ooh, let's let's push Mortal Kombat back a week to try to get more maximum uh, viewage. Um. So, um, pretty much, like, the pending if it does drop in theaters, we'll, we'll, we will give a brief update yeah. on its numbers, I guess. And I'll we'll try to see to. it in theaters. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll try to give an update on its numbers, though. No, Who sure. knows? Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, I, like, hey, it sure only costs an extra $70 million for the reshoots on some scenes and 
just added special effects, which is like some of the CGI is rough. Well, so. um, what's his face? Zack Snyder said that he did film extra stuff because Warner Brothers told him he can't film anything extra, and then he just did it, and then they let him put it in the movie because he was like, "Fuck you." So. What, what was that? What, was a lot of his stuff like out of pocket that he did for the extra filming, or was that? Um, from what I've heard, yes, but also I heard that Ben and Jason and everybody were willing to like give over some money to help. They were That's... very helpful in the process, from what I heard. Can't quote me on it. This is just what I hear from all yeah. the the internet stuff. So it looks like it's coming out the twenty third of April. When do you oh, have Mortal Kombat? Okay, dope. no, we don't have to move anything back. Dope. So, um, I'm going to dive into this notes here. I don't think, I'm not sure if this briefly touches on why he left, but I will bring that up. Yeah, yeah, if, it, it if it doesn't, we'll bring it up, yeah. Yeah. So, following the release of Man of Steel in 2013, uh, Zack Snyder outlined the basis of the DC Extended Universe, with, uh, which centered around a five-film arc including Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and the Justice League trilogy. Um, Snyder's original version was to have Batman for Superman be the darkest in the franchise and have the subsequent film become lighter in tone. However, Batman for Superman was poorly received with criticism of its dark tone, lack of humor, and slow pace. Mm -hmm. Uh, Distribution of Warner Brothers and Snyder's reevaluated upcoming DCEU film, um, particularly Suicide Squad, um, which had already wrapped principal photo- uh, photography and Justice League was, which was a month away from filming Snyder and screenwriter Chris Taro rewrote Justice League to be a lighter tone. Cinematographer Fabian Wenger said uh, Snyder wanted to get away from the stylized, uh, destructured, super high contrast look of other films in the franchise. Uh, principal photography of the Justice League began in April 2016 and wrapped the following December. Months later, multiple cuts of Snyder's Justice League were shown to the Warner Brothers execs, in addition to friends and family of Snyder. Including Kevin Smith, and that's why the Snyder Cut exists. You can thank him. Oh, that, yeah, I, I heard about that, too. You know, he was doing one of his podcasts, I think it was Fat Man on Batman, and he was talking about how Zack Snyder showed him the rough cut of the Snyder Cut, and it's real, and it's awesome. And then everybody was like, oh shit. Release it. We need to see this because he said Darkseid and Green Lantern and Martian Manhunter. We need to see this. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where was I? Um, months later, multiple cuts of Justice League were shown to Warner Brothers execs in addition to friends and family of Snyder. Mm-hmm. A final runtime and the picture, uh, the, uh, picture lock were archived through the cuts, had incomplete visual effects, shots, and partial audio mixing. Snyder said that he had multiple cuts that were essentially done, only needing a few CG tweaks to complete. Like dark side and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Forbes contributed to the film's screenwriter, Mark Hughes, uh, reported that Snyder cut was more than 90% complete, uh, while the Daily Telegraph cited a visual effects expert as estimating that Warner Brothers would need around 30 to $40 million to finish the film. Uh, okay. Warner Brothers... What was that? I said cake. That's chump change. <laughs> yeah, that's a drop in the bucket for Warner Brothers. Uh, Warner Brothers execs who saw Snyder Cut felt that Snyder had made a significant effort to lighten the tone following the criticism of Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. Uh, despite Warner Brothers, despite this, Warner Brothers was unhappy with the result 
and insider reports indicated that it is considered the cut unwatchable. <laughs> well, we sat there for four hours and watched it, so obviously they were wrong. <laughs> yep, and here's where shit goes off the rail. Yeah, do you want me to uh, read this? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, after disapproving of Snyder's direction, Warner Brothers hired Joss Whedon, who directed Marvel, who directed the Marvel Cinematic Universe films Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron, and also other stuff, to rewrite the script and help with ex- uh, extensive reshoots. Warner Brothers exec, uh, Warner Brothers CEO Kevin uh, Sujihara mandated that Justice League's length was to not exceed two hours. Exactly, because that's too fucking long. But will I watch a four-hour movie? Yes, I will. Warner Brothers also decided to not push back the release date, which would have allowed the filmmakers more time to properly complete the Justice League, so the executives could keep their annual bonuses and uh, partially due to concerns of the parent company, AT&T might dissolve the studio after an upcoming merger. AT&T would not dissolve fucking Warner Brothers, you idiots. (laughs) Snyder was expected to film the scenes that um, Whedon rewrote, and they were working together to meet Warner Brothers' requests when Zack Snyder's daughter, Autumn... Died by suicide in March 2017. Snyder continued to work on Justice League for two months to distract himself before stepping down in May. His wife, Deborah, also, uh, who was producing, left the project as well. Yeah, like that. That that immediately. I I think I remember I I heard about that. I think when it happened, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wow, that's that that that's so sad. It's very unfortunate. And like and. To, to to his credit, he he definitely he he bounced back from it. If, yes, I, I wouldn't say bounced back is a good term to use, but yeah, he definitely was able to get through recover. it. Recover, yeah. And like um, essentially like at, at that point, like w- w- Warner Brothers got a twinkle in their eye and was like, okay, he can they were now like, take sweet his leave. money. We yeah, get our like, we, we get our yearly bonuses. Fuck you, assholes. Yeah, it's like okay. He's like cool. Let's now like just take advantage of the situation. Um, Josh, have fun. Do whatever the fuck you want. You know what? Have fun bringing all the saturated colors into this. Don't make it like it's supposed to be. Yeah. So let's hop into want, what happened. So, I don't want to see fucking Alfred's green like green like sweater vest. No, thank you. Yeah, so after Snyder left, Whedon assumed full control of the production. Although Snyder retained a directorial credit, Whedon added nearly 80 pages to the script. What the fuck? And Wagner estimated that the Whedon's cut uses only about 10% of the footage that Zack Snyder shot. Actually false, because when we watched the Snyder cut, there's a lot of things that were still used in the Whedon cut. But whatever. Composer Tom Holkenborg completed his film score... Uh, before being replaced by Danny Elfman halfway through post-production. Uh, the scenes that Whedon wrote or reshot for the theatrical release featured a brighter tone and more humor and reduced the level of violence seen in Zack Snyder's darker direction. Stuff like less blood and the thing where one, uh, Flash falls on Wonder Woman's boobs and the stuff yeah. where Aquaman sits down in the lasso of truth and compliments how hot Wonder Woman is. And other scenes where they point out how hot Wonder Woman is. <laughs> yeah, like w- Zack Snyder still had a couple lines in there. Like Barry was like trying to flirt with Wonder Woman, but it's not like he touched her boobs or anything. Yeah, like and and, and we didn't essentially want to make this film feel like an, an Avengers film, which he did in a way. 
and, and and as every single like this is a joke that I hear, and everyone's like, Whedon, that fucking Marvel plant was in there to ruin it from the beginning." <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of the Snyder cultists think that uh, Whedon was there to make the movie worse, and I'm like, nah, he got paid to do a job, and just because he did it poorly doesn't mean he was a plant, unless he was. <laughs> Um, to meet the mandated runtime, more than 90 minutes of Snyder's footage was removed, but the result still adhered to the basic outline of the story. While the initial cut was poorly received by test audiences, the early screenings of Whedon's, uh, cut scored as high as Wonder Woman. That's a fucking lie. So Warner Brothers decided to move forward with it. Though Snyder was initially open to, uh, Whedon rewriting the script, he became, uh, resistant because the studio... Gave Whedon more directing privileges as he and his family were dealing with Autumn's death. Snyder did not challenge it, though, because he was, you know, busy. Yeah. Uh, Justice League was released theatrically on November 17th, 2017. Critics described it as a Frankenstein film. Obviously the work of two different directors with competing visions. I think uh, Whedon should have just literally scrapped everything and just did it himself. But problem would have been, we need our mo- we need our yearly bonus. Uh uh, after seeing Whedon's version in late 2017, Deborah Snyder and executive producer Christopher Nolan advised Snyder to never see that movie, knowing it would break his heart. Wow, get fucked. Oh wow, uh, that. Oh wow. <laughs> get fucked. Justice I, I League. I feel that. Yeah, Justice League grossed 657.9 million against the 300 million dollar budget, which means it fucking barely broke even. And it only estimated to make a maximum of 750. Deadline Hollywood reported that the film Warner Brothers lost around 60 million. An anonymous Warner Brothers executive stated in February of 2017, uh, 2021, that uh, even the studio did not like the stupefying changes brought to the finished film, uh, criticizing the black-clad and uh, the Russian family as goofy and pointless to the film. Yeah, what the fuck were they there? Um, the executive affirmed that the. Uh, finished film felt awkward because the studio did not want to admit what a piece of shit it had become. Due to the film's poor performance, Warner Brothers decided to move away from the Snyder's vision for the shared universe and interconnected films to focus on standalone films in the franchise instead. Um, There are many differences between the... Okay, this is a separate thing. I want to make sure. Um, Yeah, so... So instead of getting an interconnected universe, even though we still have very much connected films... We're getting different visions like uh, The Suicide Squad, uh, Wonder Woman 84, um, Shazam, you know, Black Adam. They're still in the universe, but they're very different. I like to mention, I'm kind of happy that they actually mentioned how much Warner Bros. lost. That's the first time we've gotten that in our movie list. Yeah. How much you want to bet that what they made for the bonuses wasn't even what they had there? (laughs) I I, I wouldn't put it past it, but like, like, so kind of going back to that line of like like Christopher Nolan I told like Zach don't see the movie it'll, it'll break your heart yeah that that actually like like, re, like when you read that I felt that <laughs> that that is like oh my god uh, so it's fucked up um, there are many differences between the theatrical Justice League and Zack Snyder's uh, while the basic frame of the story is the same, dozens of additional scenes, backstories, um, me- meth- uh, mythos, mythos, there you go, and world-building elements 
Uh, new credits and teases of upcoming films are presented in the Snyder version. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League does not include any scene shots by Whedon for the for the theatrical cut. Even though there were two scenes, well, there, one I, scene and one line that I did want to see in the I, film. Um, so, I, I, I agree with most people. I don't like the scene where Superman flies down and, like, is being recorded on his phone and he's being like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. It is, it is fucking, like, glitching-ass CGI lip. I mean, it is a very Superman scene, but it just doesn't fit with the tone of the other Supermans we've got in the Snyderverse. But yeah. the scenes, the one scene that I wanted them to keep in and the one line that I wanted them to keep in were both actually Batman. So, uh, at the beginning of the movie, Batman is fighting a parademon in Gotham. And he confronts Jim Gordon about it. I think that was a really good scene, and I wish they kept that one, but is what it is. And then the scene where Superman um, flicks Ben Affleck into a car, and he goes, "Oh, I think I'm bleeding." Like that was no, that, that, that was one, a good line. I like that. that, line that a no, lot. it wasn't. He flicked him into a car. He no, he he just dropped him after he saw Lois. Oh, okay. I don't know, man. I I, I haven't watched the that, Justice well, I, League actually, since 2017, I, so. I could have done without. Maybe I I would have preferred, um, Superman saying, "Do you bleed?" And maybe like keeping out, um, Batman saying, "I think I'm bleeding," because that, that that's just like a Marvel type thing. I think that's why that was cut. Yeah, no, I, I know why, and also Snyder did it because that was a Joss Whedon thing. But I wish that it was actually a Snyder thing because it would have made a little bit more sense. Because Snyder in his movie made Batman say, "Do you bleed? You will." So it would have been good if, because Snyder was supposed to amp up some of the jokes, and he kind of did. But I wish that one stayed in. It was funny. I liked but no, it. I got, no, I, hey, I'm not saying, like, it wasn't funny. I, it, it, mm-hmm. it got, like, a chuckle out of me. Yeah. But, like, I, I, I like the line before that when, when when Superman just picked him up saying, like, you could have let me die. <laughs> but I have a yeah. question for you. Do so, you bleed? Yeah. And then that's he just so, I was like, <laughs> I'm, cause I, I, that's a good line. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, uh, it, it, it did not include some shots from Whedon, which it, it did, but it was a different takes from, mm-hmm. from, from, from Whedon's cut. Uh, former Warner Brother executive Josh Brigg and Jeff Johns, um, Jones, Johns, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, whoever saw the Jeff production Johns. of the theatrical, <laughs> Jones, Jeff Johns, Johns, whoever saw the production of the theatrical release chose not to retain credit for Snyder's version. Mm. They chose not to because they were getting in trouble. Yeah. Uh, Snyder has... What was that? We don't like to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Snyder has stated that Zack Snyder's Justice League is not set in the same continuity as Whedon's Justice League, which would remain the... uh, Canonical. Canonical, okay. But also, like, um, no. Because most people won't take the Justice League as the canon... I personally yeah. think that Zack Snyder's Justice League should be canon because then we get Martian Manhunter in the universe and the Atom. So, yes. I and also, on, on top of that, we also get a fleshed-out cyborg who's not one-dimensional. Yeah, and definitely deserves his own movie. After seeing the 2017 one, I went, I don't want to watch a cyborg solo movie. That would be dumb. After watching this one, I'm like, I'd watch it. Would it well, still because, be like, dumb? Yeah, but I'd watch it. Because essentially, like, essentially, like this film was supposed to be... Um, cyborg story as well. That's yeah. what it was. Which is why we got a lot of cyborg in this one. And I was happy with that. I yeah. was so fucking happy. Um, however, Jason Momoa said that James Wan's Aquaman takes place after Zack Snyder's Justice League rather than Whedon's version. 
Yeah, same with Patty Jenkins, apparently. <laughs> yeah, which is, hey, 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 if two directors kind of want to agree with that, by all means, I'm happy. Yeah, it's a similarly Wonder Woman director, Patty Jenkins, said that no DC director considers Whedon's 2017 Justice League canonical and that she had worked with Snyder to ensure Wonder Woman maintained continuity with his film, Get oh my Fucked. God. <laughs> Get Fucked. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, immediately after the theatrical release of Justice League, which later gained the nickname Justice League, mm-hmm. uh, which is like, when I first heard that, I thought my friend just said it wrong. I'm like, huh? <laughs> You're like, who? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, no, th- that's what people refer to it because it's Joss Sweden's Justice League. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, kind of clever. Fan cre- uh, fan cre- yeah, it, it is very clever. And I, 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 I give the Snyder cultists that. Um, Fan created, uh, fans created an online petition to release the Snyder Cut. That I signed that. Uh, I, think I, I think I did, too. <laughs> Freaking change.org, man. <laughs> that, that gained more than 180,000 signatures. Should have been more. It definitely uh, the, was more. Uh, the movement used the hashtag release the Snyder Cut on social media. Um, being before fans um, had any knowledge that Snyder Cut of Justice League actually is- existed. The movement was ignited by the theatrical cuts and mixed reviews. Fans knew Snyder had left uh, directorial and editorial duties in Whedon's hand. Thus, they amused Whedon's created as... They assumed Whedon uh, created assumed an inferior film, yeah. Created as an inferior film. Man, Whedon got like... They, they fucking shit a brick down his throat. Yeah, dude. Everyone hates Joss Whedon right now. For good reason. but Yeah, for for, for good and uncertain reasons, as yes. you have told me. More but will like, come out. We'll see. Yeah. Like when, I don't want to slander anybody until the slandering is appropriate. Yeah. Um, the, the criticism has been compared to those of Superman 2, whose initial director also was replaced by one who made um, subs, uh, substantial cho- changes. Um, we got Richard, the Donner cut though in twenty in two thousand six. Yeah, was able to complete his um, Envision Superman two cut in two thousand six. Uh, some assumed uh, an alternate cut of Justice League was inevitable because of some of Snyder's films had been re released in extended cuts for home media, such as Watchmen twenty nineteen, Watchmen twenty two thousand nine, two thousand nine. Which is, I, I actually I just bought the full completed cut of Watchmen. The, like, the the full cut is really good. Yeah, like the three hour and thirty and thirty minute one. It still doesn't I, I, make I the Watchmen that. movie a a phenomenal film. It just makes it better than it originally was. Which is, I I bought both versions, the standard and then the extended cut, so mm-hmm. I can give my own fair consensus on it. Yeah, and then uh, Batman v Superman also got its ultimate edition, which makes it more watchable. Not yeah, by it, much, but it still makes it watchable. It it, it just fills in plot holes. <laughs> That's all it yeah. does. Because well, I did not like how they portrayed Superman in that film. Because in Man of Steel, you get like a decent Superman, and then in this one, you get like just some idiot. And I'm like, why? I I, so. I hated um BVS for the sole like reason of the subplot of the bullet that made no sense. And also like Superman sacrificing himself. Yes, it makes sense because it's Dark Side, but also like Dark Side. It was Doomsday. <laughs> Doomsday, whatever, dude. It's yeah. it looked so bad. Doomsday was so ugly. Because he was also, like, Zod, which was dumb. Yeah. But whatever. We don't talk about BVS. Do you want to pick up? Uh... Yeah, so, uh, members of the Justice League casting crew showing support for Snyder's cut released, including F- there's Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, Kieran Hines, and Ray Fisher, photographer Clay Enos, storyboard artist Jay Olivia, 
A lot of people. A lot of, yeah. Wagner did it, and Ben Affleck stunt double Richard Centrone. Uh, Deborah Snyder said executive producers Christopher Nolan and Emma Thomas encouraged uh, the Snyders to make the Snyder Cut. They said, I think through this process it's been nice because outside of Chris, Zach uh, hadn't talked to a lot of people. On the two-year anniversary of the theatrical cut, cast and crew voiced support through social media. Other film and comic book industry figures not related to Justice League have also supported the release of Snyder Cut, including my boy, Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, television to be friend of the show if we get to talk to him. <laughs> I would love that. Um, television producer uh, Stephen Denight, comic book writers Rob Liefeld, uh, uh, Robert Kirkman, and Jerry Ordway, and other figures were less optimistic, such as Sean Robbins, chief analyst of Box Office Pro. Fuck you. Suggested the size <laughs> of the movement was too small to make an impact. Oh, are you kidding me? Stating another direct another cut of Justice League just doesn't seem to be something outside of the diehard fan base are clamoring for. Uh, industry insiders also called Snyder's Cut release unlikely. Writer Mario F. Robles, based on his industry connection, said Warner Brothers did not trust Snyder's vision and was not willing to spend millions to finish his cut. That's a lie. Because they did it. Get fucked. Throughout the movement, members of the media referred to the Snyder Cut as fabled or mythical. Nah, man. Facts become fucking fiction. Fiction becomes facts. I still still like the fact of which I like... This thing was put into... Like, 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 in actuality, the thing of, of legends, it, it was mm-hmm. a myth. Yeah. Because it's that out was, there, but we got to find it. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it's out there. It, it, it's like a unicorn, essentially. Yeah. And, God damn it, as much as I hate the internet sometimes, but we bullied this into existence. Oh, for sure. This is like, it'll, we'll definitely talk about it in this thing over here that I'll get to, but, um... Yeah. So, members of the hashtag Release the Snyder Cut movement engaged in acts of fan activism to promote it. In June 2018, fans reached out to executives at AT&T following a merger between the company and Warner Brothers. In June 2019, they reached out to another Warner Brothers CEO, and Sarm- uh, Sarnoff, uh, who replaced uh, Tujihara after his resignation, following up that later month uh, with a mass letter-writing campaign. Oh, God, I didn't even know about that. Oh, that's that's... Whoa. They were like, let's write a million letters and ask for the Snyder Cut. In um, 2019, July, though, uh, they reached out to the parent company, Warner Bros. Warner Media, after uh, the announcement of its streaming service, HBO Max. Ahead of the 2019 San Diego Comic-Con, a fan launched a crowdfunding campaign with half the funds to be spent on the advertising campaign, including billboards and flying banner ads for Snyder Cut. Fans were like, if Warner Brothers isn't going to give us the money, we're going to give him the money. That's yeah. fucking funny. Uh, and other half would be donated to American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Which is uh, dope. Yeah, for a similar we're campaign. Assholes for, we're assholes for bullying, but we'll give to the Suicide Foundation. Yeah, we're, we're assholes, but at least we're nice assholes. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, for a similar campaign at the 2019 Comic-Con, uh, New York Comic-Con around October, uh, the movement purchased ad space on two billboards over Times Square featuring quotes from members of the cast and crew. I don't even remember that, but that's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, I, um, I, I saw one recently. It pretty much was just a quote from Zack Snyder saying, the cut is real. <laughs> that's a very, like, religious thing. Like, don't worry, guys. Bible 2.0 is coming. <laughs> in, in December, the movement rented another flying ad banner and the time 
uh, and this time passing over Warner Brothers Studios, directly asking Sarnoff to release the Snyder Cut. In January 2020, the movement brought four minutes of ad space advocating for the film's release on a digital banner wrapped around an interior Riverside Stadium during the FA Cup. Don't know what the fuck that is. Their efforts garnered praise from Snyder and from the AFSP. This is crazy. But, however, members of the movement... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here's where the shitstorm happens. However, members of the movement have also been described as members of the media as toxic for harassing, threatening, and cyberbullying those who express their opinions about the Snyder Cut that are contrary to their beliefs. Johanna Desta of Vanity Fair broadly described the act of fans demanding an alternative cut as a modern pattern of audience demand that is actively making fandoms more toxic. That's facts. Yeah. And compared it to the 2017 harassment of Star Wars The Last Jedi actress Kelly Marie Tran. Facts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why in the last, that's why in Rise of Skywalker, she's barely in it. Um, in September 2018, former DC Entertainment President Diane Nelson deleted her tweet, uh, her Twitter account, after su- substantial online harassment by members of the movement. Warner Brothers telephone operators, uh, inundated with regular calls about the Snyder Cut, were trained to treat these uh, inquiries as prank calls. Uh, members of the movement tracked down the Justice League stuntman Richard Citrone to ask him a question about the Snyder Cut, only to digitally alter his response and spread on social media as fake text messages that appeared to support their cause. God. You gotta God. love Photoshop, man. It only gets worse from here, man. It's just gonna... We're gonna get worse until we yeah, get to the like, plot. Yeah, like, hey, one thing, like, we... This thing, like, I think, outside of around this time, this is what, like, the cause of toxic fan bases happened. I mean, fan bases have always been pretty toxic, but this is just, like... And it sucks because this is gonna promote toxic fan bases. If we complain enough, we'll get it. Well, how, like, that happened with, um, Sonic... Like Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yes, but l- go back and look at that Sonic design. And it's not like they bullied the... They only bullied the executives because apparently the um, the art team didn't want the uh, Sonic to look like that, but the executives wanted him to look like that. You know what? I, so when the honest, art team finally got to redesign Sonic to make him look like Sonic, the art team was very happy. To be honest, though, I also want to see the ugly cut uh, of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> so do I, because I want to see how ugly he gets when he's hanging out with people. <laughs> I, 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 I want to see the ugly cut of, of Sonic. I also want to see the air cut of Suicide, uh, of Squad. Suicide Squad. Give us the ugly cut. <laughs> uh, hey, Brandon... I want it. <laughs> Brandon Katz of the New Yorkers ever said that the movement was uh, composed of both toxic DC fans that hurl uh, vitriolic harassment at any and all opposition and supportive moviegoers that genuinely enjoy Snyder's style and are just hoping to see the conclusion of his trilogy that began in with 2013's Man of Steel. As with any contingent, they both... Uh, they're both extremists and level-headed individuals in their ranks. Basically, me and you are the level-headed individuals, and then all of Twitter is the extremists. Well, I follow a bunch yeah. of Batman stands on Twitter because my friend Sabrina is, like, huge into the Batman shit. So she, like, every time she tweets something, I get, like, a notification, like, Batman is trending, and I'm like, God damn it. So, so um, no, <laughs> I just, uh... I've seen a lot of the Snyder cultists, and they are fucking aggravating. Oh, well, no, so I, I went over to Josh Whedon's um, Twitter after uh, kind of why like would the... you, Why would you do that? <laughs> well, I, I, I did it after I, after I saw a lot of people were trying to make a stand with Ray Fisher uh-huh. uh, trend. And, oh, my gosh. He, he has not tweeted in, in a year. And, like, his, um, 
his his Twitter mentions are just we hate Joss Whedon. Me and my homies hate Joss Whedon so much for what he mm-hmm. did to Justice League. Yeah, it's really annoying that the fan base just chose to be complete pieces of shit. Like, like I said, I'm a big comic guy, and I'm a big advocate for having the best version of the movie released. I just don't like that the fan base decided to be fucking ass babies about it, and they were like, we're gonna bully people, fuck you. Go fuck yourselves. No, I, I, this started off as a, as a very peaceful thing. Yeah, no, and then the more and more toxic people started coming into it and then ruined it. To be fair, we did get this release, which means that internet bullies are still going to be able to prosper in 2021, but it is what it is. But yeah, like, it, this was mainly just, like, I, like it was peaceful at first, and, like, the basement dwellers Yeah. got, like, uh... 4chan basically crawled out from under their rocks and was like, Snyder Cut! And then they yes. started fucking hacker-manning. So, uh, Rob Rehacks, um, Swarthmore College associate professor and chair of film and media studio said that fandoms such as the hashtag release the Snyder Cut revolt uh, when a major change is made to something they love and that this reaction usually comes from smaller subsection of the fandom which paints the whole community with a really broad brush. The BBC, oh no, Mark um, Kermode criticized fan reactions stating certain sections of fans have been fairly poisonous online. It's often been female critics who have to put who have had to put up with the disgraceful amounts of trolling. Ah. Hey, man. Toxic masculinity and us, toxic fandoms run hand in hand. No, us, uh, us male critics put up a lot of shit, too. <laughs> Come on, don't just... Hey, man. I feel like we're the only two good male critics. Because <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> that, that, too. And we also don't voice our opinions too much online. I mean, we, we voice our... We, we do this, but it's yeah, not like... But this is, our, this is the only way. This is, not, this is our only time we voice concerns yeah exactly if we have a problem we'll talk about it on a podcast because that's yeah. just you know then it's solidified forever so um following <laughs> the re- following the release of the snyder cut fans immediately took to social media to express their love and appreciation for the film as compared to the weeding cut and in what could be described as a follow-up to the original release of snyder cut campaign now it is restore the snyderverse also there's a Another um, hashtag going around called Deathstroke HBO Max. It is basically Joe Mangiello going, I want to do a Deathstroke movie or show for HBO Max. Make it happen. And everybody's like, all right, cool. It already has another million. Yo, Flash (laughs) Thompson? (laughs) Yeah, Flash Thompson. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I I, I saw you tweet about the Restore to Snyderverse. I kind of agree. Yeah, dude, it already has over one million tweets. Oh my God! The executives have to know about it. Um, a fans advocated for the Warner Bros. to allow uh, Snyder to fulfill his original version of the DCEU and direct Justice League two and three. Uh, further fueled by numerous uh, teasers in the epilogue of the Snyder cut, hashtag release the air cuts are trending as well, which fans demanded the original cut a Suicide Squad by the David air cut air. started trending uh, a couple years ago when. We finally got confirmed that the Snyder Cut was coming in 2019, or late 2020, for Fandom. Um, they said that we are going to... Well, the the hashtag release the air cut started coming out. I've been talking about this since 20, uh, 2020. But I'm glad that more people have started tweeting at it. And it's not that I want to bully someone into seeing a version of a movie like everyone else, blah, blah, blah. I just think David Ayer had a lot to say about his movie, and so did a lot of the actors, similarly to Justice League. 
So I would like to see the vision that um, they had for Suicide Squad. Seeing has the new Suicide Squad looks fucking awesome. So yeah, also and like, how um, Jared Leto's Joker isn't actually terrible. It, it's it, it's still rough, but it's not as bad. Yeah, he needs more time. It, it's just that like um, when I, I'll never forget when, when the original Suicide Squad trailer dropped, and it was like it, it was someone's phone footage from Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my god, we're 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 getting a we're getting a new Joker. Mm-hmm. This is gonna this is scary, but I, I'm down for it." And then when you see the movie, for me, I when I first saw Suicide Squad, I was like, "It's not bad. It's it's it, it's a good film." Mm-hmm. Then like when I watch it when I watch it again, I'm like, "This film is it's still." Uh, and then when it came out on DVD, they released, I think, what, an extended edition of it. Mm-hmm. And everyone thought, okay, we're going to see more Joker. Nope. Nope. <laughs> we don't see more Joker. We just see more mm-hmm. pointless shit. But, um, so, continuing on with the notes, though, in March of 2019, after months of speculation... Well, no, we're we're, uh, we're going to skip that bit, because we don't need to go back in time. We already talked about it. Um, I figured we could jump to... Um, Snyder, who had yet to see the theatrical cut. Okay, let me... Oh, that's so far down. It's really only two paragraphs. It's because it's just retreading what we already talked about, about its uh, release. I don't know. I'll, I'll read it since I have it. Okay, yeah. Snyder, oh, yeah, who... Had, yeah, you got it? Okay. Uh, Snyder, uh, who had not seen the theatrical cut, describes his cut as an entirely, as an entirely new thing especially uh, talking to those who have seen the re- released movie, a new experience apart from that movie. Uh, the Snyders felt that being able to finally finish Justice League would bring them closure and were excited by the prospect of extending the film's character development. At this point, it was unclear what format Zack Snyder's Justice League would take for the release, whether as a four-hour-long film or a six-part miniseries. The Hollywood Reporter wrote that it was expected to cost twenty to thirty million to complete the visual effects score and uh, visual effects score and editing. However, Greenblatt um, indicated the release would be widely expensive and the cost more than reported thirty million. It cost about seventy. Yeah. Uh, on June twenty third, twenty twenty. Uh, Sandra Dewey, president of production and business operations of Warner Media, stated in an interview that they are aiming for an early to mid twenty twenty one release, which they were able to do so. Yeah. Um, initially reported indicated that there would have been no new material filmed as Snyder was not given permission by Warner Media. However, but he did it anyway. On September third, twenty twenty, it was revealed that Snyder was preparing to shoot additional footage. In October, Affleck, Cavill, and Fisher reprised their roles for the shoot, which cost, uh, with the cost of additional shoots, the budget was estimated to increase to around $70 million, which... Yes, but you also got to think all of them did it for free. You yeah. didn't have to pay Affleck, Cavill, Fisher, anybody who decided to hop in. Um, Amber Heard, Jared Leto, and Joe Mangiello also, um, which we'll talk about in one sentence later, also didn't have to fucking do anything uh they didn't pay anything they just showed up to do more filming because they were so excited to do something and and, and bno too this happened in smack dab in the middle of the pandemic 
Yeah, they were just like, fuck it, let's go. And, and I, hey, like, and, because they were like, okay, we, we got a job. Are we getting paid? No, but are we doing something fun? Fuck it. Exactly. So uh, later that month, um, he Amber Heard, Jared Leto, um, and Joe Mangiello joined the cast to reprise their DCEU roles as Mara, Joker, and Deathstroke, respectively. Snyder also directed an additional scene with Miller over Zoom, where Miller, uh, while Miller was filming the third Fantastic Beast film in London by sending crew drawings and diagrams of how he wanted the scene to look, Snyder's video feed played through a stand on a table, enabling him to direct Miller and the crew who filmed the scene on his behalf. So, <laughs> basically, Snyder went, yo, do you have a film crew with you? And Ezra was like, yeah, why? He's like, film these scenes real quick. And then he did it. <laughs> I think it was the um the scene where Flash is alone and he's doing the Speed Force stuff. Oh. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Snyder stated that only four to five minutes of new footage was shot during additional uh, photography. Uh, in January 2021, Snyder confirmed that the work uh, for the Snyder Cut had been completed. Um, we don't need to do anything else for the notes. Yeah, hey, um, I, I'm happy though that um, uh, so apparently the, the the Snyder Cut's also getting a DVD release, but it's only going to be in the UK. I'm gonna order one. <laughs> oh, you know, I I might order one too. Yeah. Uh, but um, I'm just I'm just checking over uh everything, to make sure I don't nothing's too important to gloss over. But yeah, we're it says we're probably gonna get the um. The UK Steelbook in March. Or at least that's when the pre-order started, March 22nd. And no other territories have been announced yet. Alright. Alright, I'm gonna zoom through this fucking plot, man. Because this is ridiculous. And you're not gonna be able to pronounce half these things. Yeah, because I am... (laughs) No, 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 actually, hold on. I need to bleep out that word. I'm stupid. (laughs) So, give me one sec to, uh get myself situated yeah clear your throat take plot. a sip of water Ugh, all right <sighs> the plot thousands of years ago Darkseid and his parademons attempted to conquer earth using the mother boxes after learning the earth harbored the anti-life equation do we know what that is no Not the yet. attempt was foiled by an ununified uh by a unified alliance of old gods amazonians atlanteans humanity and one singular green lantern who's not Abin sir but we'll we'll talk about that later. Hey, after hey, the battle, hey, wait, the boxes wait. were hidden. What? But that Green Lantern ring after that fell off that dude. Guess where that ring went to? Straight to Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> no, we don't <laughs> like to talk about that. Uh, after the battle, the boxes were hidden in different locations, guarded by Amazonians, Atlanteans, and humanity, respectively. In the present, Superman's death triggered the boxes' act- reactivation, attracting Steppenwolf, Darkseid's disgraced lieutenant, to Earth. Steppenwolf's aims to regain Darkseid's favor by gathering the mother boxes to form the Unity. Which would terraform Earth in the likely in the likeness of their world apocalypse. Steppenwolf retrieves the mother box from Themyscira, uh, prompting Queen Hippolyta to warn her daughter Diana Prince, who is Wonder Woman. Diana receives the message and learns of the events related to Darkseid and Steppenwolf, while going into weird tombs. She informs Bruce Wayne. Bruce and Diana seek to form a team of metahumans to protect Earth. Bruce locates Arthur Curry and Barry Allen, while Diana locates Victor Stone. Uh, Barry immediately joins because he has no friends, while Arthur and Victor first refuse. However, Victor joins after his father Silas and several other Star Labs employees are kidnapped by parademons seeking the human's mother box. Seven Wolf attacks an Atlantean outpost to retrieve their mother box, forcing Arthur into action. 
The team receives intel from Gotham City Police Commissioner J.K. Simmons, leading them to Steppenwolf's army in an abandoned facility under Gotham Harbor. Although the group rescues the kidnapped employees, the facility is flooded during combat, trapping them, uh, trapping the team until Arthur helps delay the flood so they can escape. Victor retrieves his, um, the last mother box, which he had hidden in his closet, for the group to analyze. Victor reveals that si- no, he, no, he buried he never, it. I'm he, sorry, he, he, he buried, buried it. it. He buried. It. I thought he put. It, I thought it was when he put it in his closet. Uh, Victor reveals that Silas used the box to rebuild his body after a car accident, and that the boxes are changing machines that unfalteringly enforce the will of their master, destroying or restoring life without bias, which is cool. Um, the group decided to use the box to resurrect Superman for some reason to help fight Steppenwolf. Barry and Victor exhume Superman's body and place it in an anotic fluid of the Genesis chamber in a Kryptonian ship okay. kept in Star Labs. What? Okay, no, no I was in this, just, just breathe for a moment because I, I, I want to break down that whole entire digging up Superman scene. It's actually much better in this one than it is in the uh, Justice League, and it's still kind of funny. Well, you know, because, like, in the Justice League, they're like, does this feel kind of messed up? Yeah. (laughs) And they keep doing it anyway. And and then in in this one, it's like, he was my hero. And also, hey, we could do this in a nanosecond if we wanted to. Yeah, and he's like, but we shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, because Flash is like, I could do this in, like, two seconds, but uh, we're going to pay respects to this man's. So... And then also we get more um, exposition between uh, Arthur and Diana. Yeah. Uh, After Barry runs really fast to activate the mother box, an amnesiac Superman is resurrected, immediately attacking the group after Victor's cybernetics targeted him in self-defense. Lois Lane arrives, of course she does, just in time to calm Superman, preventing him from killing Bruce. This is right before... Wait wait a minute. This... the, The plot cuts out where fucking Cyborg has his fucking, like, future shock thing to him where he sees diana dead and superman holding lois wayne's dead body it doesn't matter ah Um, (laughs) if you want to have more plot you should write the notes down when you're watching the movie to write the plot yourself because wikipedia does a very poor job um lois lane arrives to calm superman preventing him from killing bruce this is right after he gets visited by martian manhunter or martian martha hunter Together, Lois and Superman leave for his family home in Smallville, where he regains his memories and reunites with his mother, Martha. Uh, Steppenwolf attacks Star Labs and retrieves the last mother box, though Silas manages to supercharge the box with a laser that heats at the cost of his own life, allowing Victor to track it by tracing the heat because it's the hottest thing in the world, which is stupid. Uh, Without Superman, the five heroes travel to where Steppenwolf aims to reunite the boxes, which I think is, like, almost in Sokovia, basically. Yeah. Which is the Marvel thing. Um, the team fights their way through Parademons to reach the boxes, but cannot distract Steppenwolf enough for Victor to separate them. Superman arrives, who's not impressed, and overpowers Steppenwolf, but the box merges uh, to form the Unity, causing a massive explosion. Barry enters the Speed Force and reverses time. Super fucking cool. Allowing Superman and Victor to separate the boxes. The heroes kill Steppenwolf and toss his body through a portal to Apocalypse. Darkseid assures his servant Darkseid he will return decide he will return to earth to complete his quest for the anti-life equation but he's not after the battle bruce diane and alfred pennyworth agree to set up a base of operations at the former wayne manor as the team reestablishes, as the team establishes um diana receives another message from the amazonians barry requires a job in the central city police department which impresses his father henry 
who's going to get recast. Victor is inspired by a message from his father and uses his abilities for good. Arthur bids farewell to Mera and his mentor Volko as he goes to see his father, which then leads into Aquaman. And Superman resumes his life as a reporter, Clark Kent, and protector of Earth. And then Jesse Eisenberg didn't come back to do any additional scenes, so Lex Luthor, who escaped from Arkham Asylum, is visited by Deathstroke, Slade Wilson, Joe Mangiello. To whom Luther reveals Batman's secret identity, fucking cool, and having a vision involving Victor Barry, Mara, Wilson, and the Joker, and an evil Superman in a post-apocalyptic world that's nightmare stuff. Bruce receives a visit from Martian Manhunter, who previously a visit to Lois disguised as Martha. He thinks Bruce, uh, he thanks Bruce for assembling the team before he's saying that he will be in contact with them in preparation for Darkseid's next plans. Give me Justice League Two. Yeah, I, I think after this, like they, like with the like with the positive reception. Yeah. From this, it's I, I think it's almost set in stone. We're gonna get us just leaked him. I mean, hopefully. I mean, they didn't talk about Ryan Choi in this at all, but Ryan Choi is Ray Palmer's. Um, oh my God, what's the word? Success, uh, successor, where Ryan Choi is now the Atom. The Atom is the yes. superhero that can shrink and grow, similar to the Ant Man, but more on an atomic level, which is what the Ant Man movies did in the sequel. But we don't, we, whatever. So will um, this guy go up Darkseid's ass and expand? I would love to see that. <laughs> but uh, apparently um, Ryan Zhang was supposed to be in the movie originally, obviously, and then he got cut. But it's because Snyder was going to try to tease an, an Adam movie or put him in the next Justice League movie. So, hell yeah, let's get Adam in these movies. So, um, yeah, okay, so guys, uh, Hunter, you don't have much, you don't have any notes at all. Yeah, I watched the movie a few weeks ago, and I didn't want to redo my reactions, but I will try to find some of the better ones that I have written down somewhere. I think mostly it's me just going, Ryan Choi, hell yeah, or, um, shit, shit like that. Let me see if I can find any. Um, I will wait to read mine, because, guys, I'm sorry this is a long one, but I'm padding out the rent time, because I watched both cuts, so you don't have to. Even though you probably had already. Um, where the fuck is my reactions? You just wanna call egg, eh, and then. Uh, yeah, I don't have any. It's all good. Okay, so, guys, I watched both cuts in the same day, a few hours apart from each other. I have notes for both of them, so here we go. Normal Yay. cut notes first. Oh my god, what is that lip CGI? Uh, this is when we see the opening shot of the kids on the phone. That lip CGI, oh, that was rough there. Yeah, that's a, it's not a fun one. Uh, I, I, I bring up the lip CGI a lot, because a lot of points, it, it is fucking, like, quivering and twitching. I'd never noticed it, personally. I, I, I noticed it a little bit, and I was like, ugh. And then, um, so, you try shooting Batman. How dumb are you? GFX. Um, I, I was kind of, I was upset about this not being in, um, the Snyder Cut, but for once, Gotham looks like the Arkham games. Yeah. And I was like, this is so cool. For once, like, Gotham doesn't look like generic New York City. It actually looks like the, the video games. And you're just gonna let that thief go after the Parademon appeared. <laughs> Um, I, I, I didn't like this at first, but I kind of got an appreciation for it. There was a newspaper article that said that they went back to their planets. It was a nice nod to Bowie and Prince after they had died. So, yeah, cool stuff. Batfleck. <laughs> Batfleck. Uh, 
the, uh, Jason Momoa would be a great Roman Reigns for the bioflick. Uh, I'm not wrong about that. So, You're uh, not. It's facts. Uh, don't disrespect the Penguin like that. This is when I think um, uh, jo- uh, freaking uh, Alfred and uh, Bruce are talking and uh, Alfred's like, like, like 20 years ago, the only thing we, we had to worry about was um, exploiting penguins. Which is a great line. And I'm I like, they kept that one in too. I'm like, don't disrespect the penguin like that, though. But that's facts. It's exactly what it does. And this is when we first get our intro to Cyborg. It's like, like he's like his first scene. I'm like, I think I like the Cyborg from Doom Patrol a lot better. Well, yeah. And there was reasons why because this character had no dimension. And now he's better. Yeah. Um. Hey, look, it's the Tesseract minus the blue hue. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I was an asshole towards the um, towards the mother cubes, the mother um, boxes. Yeah, which is like so. Steppenwolf's character in in Justice League was like, "Oh, the mother cubes, mother. I'm sorry, mother." Like, I don't okay. remember that at all. I haven't seen that movie, like I said, since 2017. Oh, I didn't it, see it, it twice in 2017. Was, he, he was horny on main for these boxes. <laughs> Um, Mother. So back to notes. I kind of like how I kind of like how dope Steppenwolf is doing, just bodying horses and slapping yeah. arrows away. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn, homegirl getting cucked by aliens. This is when like that nurse is like in the interview saying, "And an alien stole her man." <laughs> cool. Um, another line. I don't know how I f- how I feel about how how Martha knows the term thirsty. <laughs> Definitely not notable cut there. Um, so where was I? I? I mentioned how I don't know how I feel about Martha knowing the term thirsty. It is what it is. Uh, Cyborg got them Doctor Strange hands. Facts. Uh, how is it easy for Cyborg just to get Bruce's identity? I think everybody can figure it out. It's really well, like, not we'll hard. See one, like no, because he, he was doing it via like his decrypting stuff, which wasn't explained until the Snyder cut. Yeah. Where it was like, you can breach any firewall, no problem. And you can give money to anybody you want, because fuck the government. Also, <laughs> Eat the um, rich. I like to add this, uh, the um, fucking audio mixing is so bad in the in Justice League. Oh yeah, they said that in the, the notes up above. They said the audio mixing is fucking garbage. Because like, there be moments where it's like, talking normally. Then a building falls, and my whole house is shaking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool. Didn't want that to happen. Uh, yeah, then I mentioned that I saw like the Green Lantern Corp. Hell yeah, uh, the ring flew to Ryan Reynolds. It didn't. It did. <laughs> uh, Barry is a K-pop fan and Rick and, and a Rick and Morty fan. Cool. I guess <laughs> they still keep that in. Um, they they, they, they only keep the Rick and Morty, not the K-pop. Oh okay. Uh, Barry Allen, I'm Bruce Wayne. It's an underrated rhyme. <laughs> Just saying, hey, I, I'm I'm Bruce Wayne. Well, does that explain anything? So, Two Mercedes so what are cars. You, so what's your superpower? I'm rich. I wish they kept that in. <laughs> two, two, they did. It was just a different take. Oh, I don't know. Two Mercedes sports cars in five minutes. Yeah, I not? wonder who what the car sponsor was. Yeah. Um, love how they uh. Let the turn. Uh, I love how they, they turn the most hated member of Justice League into such a badass with Jason, with J- Jason Momoa. I don't think Aquaman is the most hated. I think he's the most 
made fun of because it's like oh aquaman he just talks to fish nah dude he controls the fucking ocean get fucked uh jk as james gordon that's awesome facts uh seeing uh, uh seeing i don't kind of like how they're trying to make barry allen to be tom holland pretty much yeah they were like he's funny and young ha 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 uh cgi upper lip is still fucking with me just give him a beard yeah, at that point, like, well, uh, I yeah, they could have wrote into a storyline that aliens grow beards when, when they die. In the comic books, he grows a mullet, and it's not because he's dead. He actually went into a Kryptonian hypersleep. It's basically a hibernation. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Uh, comic books. <laughs> and then I, I I love and then the, the callback line to uh, BVS with Superman saying, "Do you bleed?" Just oh, chef's kiss. And then you and didn't make, the notes. and then you stopped making notes because that's when the movie got even worse. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> bye bye. And now, oh well, I can mention that um, uh, the, the the ending is terrible with um them going like, ha, huh, I wonder like, hey, did you smell that? Yeah, fear. And then all the parademons attack, mm-hmm. uh, Steppenwolf. Okay. Um, already off to a better start, and this is when they're showing the, the death of Superman. Yeah. I love how they cut out the R.I.P. the R.I.P. Superman stuff, and the shitty intro to Batman. In the I liked game. the uh, intro where he's fighting the Parademon. Shut well, up. I it, it was cool, but like it was just like it, it felt out of place in some ways. Oh, for sure. I just liked it because the effects were nice, and seeing Gotham more was good. Uh, slow motion on the briefcase blowing up. Not needed. Uh, there's te- the ten percent of the movie is in slow motion. Okay. Which means 40 minutes were in slow motion. <laughs> cool. Steppenwolf, even more take. dope here. Um, actually, yeah, this is when Wonder Woman was doing like her splunking and doing the exploring of the other two. I thought this was fucking boring. Hey, hey but it, it developed the, the plot a bit more. Yeah, but I was like, why? Uh, um, I, this went, uh... Uh, Aquaman saved that um that fishing dude, and he had the alien blood on him, which yeah. was never brought up again. Yeah, reason. well, it's because I think he fights a parademon. But uh, yeah, and then uh, I love I love this music for Aquaman a lot better than the um snap cut to the rock music. Mm-hmm. Um, good to see William Defoe's character from the Lighthouse doing well. No, it's Volko. <laughs> It's me, Volko. I'm underwater, William Defoe. I had to do that. <laughs> um, I love the character development of Steppenwolf being uh, j- just begging for forgiveness to get back on Darkseid's good terms. Yeah. Darkseid looks fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. The extended war scene is beautiful. Yes, it is. Um, m- music uh, during Flash's scene added, added a lot. Example, like the Quicksilver scene from, from X-Men. Yeah. More flushing out of cyborg is great he felt one-dimensional in the original facts mom defending mom defending changing grades wait wait a minute i kind of feel like that's illegal well i mean yeah um how he's got bruce identity makes more sense now with um hacking into firewalls no problem Mm -hmm. um helping that um uh helping that woman made me tear up a bit yeah that was nice i was like can you do that to me bro uh, Barry Allen in Center Cut does not like K-pop, 
and Rick and Morty. Never mind, I see Rick and Morty in the background. <laughs> uh, more flushing out of Cyborg is S tier. I, I bring that up a lot. Mm-hmm. So, so prepare for that. Um, m- meta power. Oh, I tried. That was supposed to be M- Mara's powers are awesome. This is when she sucks like the like the, the water out of you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, please no. Um, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman's theme is just badass in, in yeah. general. Uh, was very confused about the Martian Manhunter stuff. How? I didn't really catch on to it in Man of Steel. And well, because they don't they don't tease it in those movies at all. This was supposed to be the payoff. But still, like, I I I just didn't really like, connect with it. I'm like, uh. Well, you're not a big comic book guy. I'm not a big DC comic book guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, this movie feels better and flows. Uh, oh, no, never mind. The the digging up scene was better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, this movie feels better and flows a lot better than 2017. Uh, the alternate universe stuff was cool. This is when uh, Cyborg was seeing into the future of of Wonder Woman dying, mm-hmm. and um, and pretty much Superman gonna turn into and in, in, turn turn into the injustice. Almost, yeah. No quivering CGI lip. That's because that's because of the reshoots that Henry Cavill did were reshooting the scenes with the quivering upper lip. Yeah. Um, more cyborg development that was needed. I bring that up a lot. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, this one's cyborg. So let's get that son of a bitch. QN game music. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, them, them devising a plan to take out, take out Steppenwolf was a lot better, because mm-hmm. it actually was plan building and not just Momoa going, "Man, you're gorgeous." Absolutely Let's just go stunned. fuck this shit up. <laughs> um, uh, Clark Kimmer's father figures build up. Uh, I I didn't mention this in. Uh, was what was that in the in the original cut too? No. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So his father's kind of just like talking to him. Was mm-hmm. really cool. We got Kevin Costner and Russell Crowe. Yeah. Um, uh, fight music is God tier. This one was like the mm-hmm. was kind of like the very good. It's just like theme. Um, dome looks much better than the 2017 because the okay so the, this dome was red and brooding. The the 2017 was blue and not so evil looking. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in the city fight was way better, more destructive. Now, now knowing that no random Russian family is there. Yeah, I was watching the movie and I was like, they better not do the fucking little Russian family with the bug spray. I was like, that better not be in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Cause if it is, I'm done. And then we're like, nah, we're going to do the speed force. And I was like, that's so fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll get to that end when I can, when, mm. when we get to it. Um. Big fight with Steppenwolf is more actiony. Superman saying "not impressed" is going to be a meme. Watch. Dude, it is so good. It, it's going to be a fucking meme in no time. It, it's already a meme. Oh god. Um, more um, more fucking up with Steppenwolf was really cool. Is when they chopped his uh, horn off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parrot Demon got American Sniper vibes. <laughs> this is when he knocked the wind out of the Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Side is going to be fucking awesome. Oh, so much more. Sorry. Um, to think they went with Steppenwolf getting fucked up by the Parademons over Flash saving the world. <laughs> to think. Yeah. Uh, uh, they definitely, the Dark Side channeling Thanos on saying, fine, I'll do it myself. 
Uh, didn't uh, know 2017 had two end credit scenes, so it's nice to see Deathstroke. Um, what sucks with Deathstroke is, uh, though, that it was supposed to be set up for the Batflack movie, but it got canned. But now he might be getting his own show. Yeah, so hopefully we, yeah. we get more Batflack. Uh, Leto is back. Joker uh, giving reach arounds. Cool. Um, yeah, man. Reach around in the dark. Best Joker line yet. Why'd you send a boy wonder to do a man's job? Great line. Oh, that that sent chills. Um, we better get a Death in the Family movie. I would be surprised. The, the, the line delivery between um, Ben Affleck and Jared Leto is, is uh, I'm digging it there. I think we would have gotten, uh, the Batman v. Deathstroke movie would have had Jared Leto in it, and the cold open would have been the death of Red Hood. Then it would have been him fighting Joker, him fighting Deathstroke, end credit scene Red Hood's back. That's what it would have been. Yeah. Um, we, we, better get a, we better get a follow-up to this movie, I swear to God. If they leave so many cliffhangers. And then I'm happy this film was made in honor of Zack Snyder's daughter. Yeah, autumn. Oh, that is all my movie notes for both cuts. That took a while and definitely no notable cut there. My power definitely didn't just black out for a moment. Yeah, we'll see how good you are can edit things. Oh, and it, also take out take terrible. out me yelling at my dog because I love my dog when she's loud. Um, I tried to. Like I said it's very hard because we were talking mid conversation throughout. Yeah, but you can just cut that. Who cares? I'll try. Um, so let's move on to the reviews. So on review aggregate on fucking Rotten Tomatoes, seventy one percent of two hundred and seventy eight reviews are positive with an average rating of six point seven. Hold on, the wait, webs- wait. Always gotta add the fan response to it too. Sure, we should start adding that then. So we'll okay, the so it has a seventy one percent from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes from the fans. It has a ninety five percent. That's fair. I gave mine just in the middle. We'll get to it. Yes. Um. Where was I? Uh, the critical consensus reads, Zack Snyder's Justice League lives up to the title with a sprawling cut that expands to fit the director's vision and should satisfy the fans who willed it into existence. Ugh. All right. So, Zachariah. I gave it the good one. <clears throat> uh, from Stefan Pape of Common Sense Media. The pacing, though, slow burning, feels like it's telling more of a complete story and this result is more watchable, engaging, and a polished production. Yeah, man. I agree, and I, it was hard to find a very negative review, so I went with the most brutal one that I see. Okay, damn. So, I gave it the lesser review, but not by much. So, I'll be reading the bad review from Eileen Jones from The Jacobin. Uh, there's not a moment of violent action in the long slog of the Snyder Cut that makes us feel a punch. He's like the Novocaine king of cinema, numbing us to all feeling. Wow, people do not like Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah, I like I said it was very hard to find. Like there was like, uh, hold on, there was like another negative review that I was gonna go with, but I'm like, uh, it's uh, this review was from Keith Eulich uh, of uh, part of Parenthesis. Uh, let's not forget that the Snyder Cut was in part willed into being. Being by a toxic social media campaign, mob rule, um, beginning a mystical, mis- um, a mono, a monocultural object that is finally much bigger than its um, uh, ostensible obs- uh, creator. Damn. I, yeah. All right. I'll read my review and then give you my letterbox review. Yes. Instead of my rating explained. So. 
I gave it eight no mullet for Superman out of ten. They were, uh, Zack Snyder really wanted the mullet, but Warner Brothers said, dude, we're giving you the fucking Snyder cut. Don't give him a goddamn mullet. They should have just gave him the mullet anyway, but whatever. Um, so now for my rating explained. <clears throat> On Letterboxd, I did give it a five out of five, just a heads up, but it is not a perfect film. I even make mention of it. Um, let me be the one millionth person to say, wow, this is leagues above what we got in 2017. If we got this back then, we'd still have a proper Snyderverse. I'm giving this a perfect rating on Letterboxd, not because it's a perfect film, but because of the sheer willpower of the toxic fans uh, and the creatives that had made this a reality. The film has its flaws, but fixes what Justice League did. I just wish it wasn't so long because I want to rewatch this again. I'm not looking forward to the rewatch for that reason. Give me Justice League 2. Give me Justice League 3. Give me Man of Steel 2. I want more. That's what I wrote. Alright, so, because I watched both, and I will give both my ratings. So, for the Snyder Cut, I gave it a 9. She's 5,000 years old, Barry. Every guy is a younger guy. Out of 10. Well, you used two Barry quotes. <laughs> yep, and then 5.5 for the 2017 cut. Uh, brunch is on Barry out of 10. <laughs> yeah, 5 so. is actually a very nice rating for that movie. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't find generous. it to be... I, I didn't find it to be insufferable. I thought well, it was like, it's, it's okay. Well, because it. you were underhyped, yes. if that makes any sense. You were, were told it was absolute garbage, and you watched it, and you're like, it's actually not trash. It's just not good. So, <clears throat> my rating explained. After watching both in one day, I will say this. Snyder's Cut is far better than the original 2017. The whole film fleshed out characters. I was mad, I was mad about in the 2017 one. That character being Cyborg. His character was very one-dimensional in 2017, but in Snyder's Cut, he flushed out um, all of his arcs. But now, with that said, Snyder's Cut is worth... Um, is Snyder's Cut worth the watch? Uh, is worth the watch. It's far better than the 2017. Hopefully, the Snyderverse um, gets its end and we're not left off with some bullshit. Exactly. All right, Zachy boy, close us out. <clears throat> Thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Box Office Losers and on Twitter at Box Office Loser for up-to-date news, posts, and everything when we upload. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe wherever you can find us on the podcast scene. Leave a review. Share with your friends. It helps us in the algorithm. And also, um, when we get a lot of views, it makes me feel better about editing and not wanting to blow my fucking brains out. Because God knows I'm going to be having a tough time editing this when I go to college this summer. Hey, man, it happens. But with that being said, Hunter, where can they find you? On the internet or in real life? I'm not going to tell them my address is. <laughs> You can find me at Scruffy Moose Man all you. over the. <laughs> you can find me at Scruffy Moose Man, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. You can follow me at Andrew's Amazing Podcast, a comic book podcast I do through the store I work at. You can follow me at Farthest Galaxy, a Star Wars podcast I do with my best friend, and you know here at Box Office Losers. Zach, where can we find you? You can find me. At Dark Shadow Zake, literally everywhere. If you probably plug that into MySpace, as I mentioned before, you probably find me. You can also find me every Thursday on the Sports Hit List um, Facebook page covering the AEW show from that week. The AEW Injection has become the fastest growing show for the Sports Hit List, so I'm proud of it. 
But yeah, guys, um, that will do it for us today. I got to edit this a lot. I even got to edit out definitely the not blackout of my power dying. Uh, who knows? I'll see how the edit works. I'll try to edit the dog barks as yeah. always. But guys, right. thank you Peace. all for listening. Peace.